I'm warning you. If you can't control that bloody bird, it'll have to go. Hi, and welcome to the Three Broom Chicks. I'm Jenny. I'm Marianne. And I'm Elizabeth. And today we're going to be talking about the Dursleys. The Dursleys. America's least favorite family. Oh, oh man. I guess the British people, too. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody all over the world? I yeah. think so. All right. Let's it's a family it. we love to hate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right, so moving along, we are talking about our corrections. What? Corrections? Do we have any? No! What? What a big reveal. (laughs) Aw, yay. I'm sure that at some point there was a correction that needed to be made, but you didn't tell us about it, so. Let us know. We're calling it good. Yeah. Yeah, We're good for now. Let us know if we mess up on this episode. We probably will. (laughs) Maybe. Actually. Okay, actually, no. For the first time ever on this podcast. I opened the books. So these are all <laughs> That's facts. something definitely to admit to all of our fans. But it's the truth. I'm here to be honest. Yes, hey, but it goes to show you that for the past episodes, this has all been from memory, which is pretty awesome. You know, yeah. thank you for looking at the bright side. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of the killer song. Mr. Brightside. That was the worst rendition of that song I've ever heard in my life. Sorry, guys. Back to Harry Potter. You know what they have in those books? Lots of? What? Owls. <gasps> what is that over there? Marianne is going to do the sound effects each time. Yes, yeah, of course. Is. Actually, just so you guys know, I begged her not to do the sound effects I today. think the sound effects but are like Bible. She didn't care about me or my feelings, and here we are. <laughs> Listen. And, okay, so I'll post today. Thank you, everyone, for submitting your questions. We got a lot this time. We Thank did. you. I'm impressed. It was really hard with to choose. Us and with you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who submitted our questions on social media. So always look out for our posts whenever we post on Instagram and yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Because we want to answer all of your hard questions. I would your just. Hard <laughs> questions? Yeah. Your burning deep you, desires. Exactly. We need to know them all. Can I do the first owl post? Do it. Sure. Because it's my favorite one. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah, go ahead. Alexis wrote into us. She was on the last episode of this podcast. And Potter she said, for dummies. She said the Dursleys. Sounds like a seasoning. <laughs> but it does. It and really I've never does. really noticed it before. Leave it up to Alexis to talk about food always. Literally. You want to know what the real meaning behind Dursley is? <gasps> yes. What is it? Do you know it? Yes, I know. Have you been hiding this information from me? <laughs> I just found out today. Tell us. What is it? It is the name of a town oh, in the UK. <laughs> I read that. I read that. And it's, yes. it's quite literally just... A town. A town. I read it on that, that J.K. Rowling liked the sound of the name. It has nothing to do with the town itself. She says the town is probably full of lovely people. So if you're from Dursley. <laughs> we're sorry. We're very sorry that these people have been associated with you all this time. Imagine like growing up a Harry Potter fan and that's where you live. Yeah. Awkward. I live in Dursley. <laughs> but she just picked it because it sounded like a bad family. I remember reading that literally last night on Pottermore. Yep. When I was researching the facts for this episode. Yay. All right. So want to move on to our first question? Yes. Our first question is from Jess underscore Rose 23. Hey, Jess. And her. It's Jess. (laughs) Yes. Multi-fandom. I know. I'm like, we got to stop talking about other stuff on this podcast. It's fine. It's fine. It makes us more relatable. Yeah. (laughs) It makes us more. Elizabeth's like from a PR standpoint. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes I want to turn off my Hermione. Is that possible? No. It's like a switch in your brain. Off. Negative. Okay. Anyways, Jess asked us, 
Why do you think Vernon was such a jerk? Because he was. I wanted to- that was going to be my answer. I was like, one of them is going to have a better answer than that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like what I want to respond with. But he was born that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for like an honest response, I would say he probably just grew up in, uh, I, like personally, I think he just grew up in a household that was not really accepting of anyone that was mm-hmm. kind of like other. Um, and that just kind of became his morals too or like he was just too scared to understand yeah. people that he yeah. just couldn't immediately relate to well imagine too like you meet petunia and she is like into that thought process right mm-hmm. for her own reasons yeah. yeah accepting of this intolerant kind of behavior yeah so i feel like that's almost more of like an encouragement to be that way yeah yeah they though, definitely enabled each other though i will say Ooh, um enabled. jk rowling uh wrote about uh, the time that Petunia and Vernon um, met. met and also when Petunia finally admitted on like a tearful date is what yeah. she wrote yes. that uh, her sister was a witch and Vernon's first reaction was like I accept you even though your sister's a freak Ugh, yeah know. he's so gross but like that was really nice of him I guess I mean <laughs> in I guess in, in a, a romantic way. way but I don't I have my own opinions. I think it was a toxic relationship between them. And I do fine. too. I'm, I wanted to ask you guys this question. So I feel a certain degree of sympathy. Maybe that's the wrong term, but for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. I feel like a certain degree of sympathy for Petunia and for Dudley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't for Vernon. No, yep. not at all. For guys? sure. No, no, no. I agree. Wow. All right, cool. Yeah. Thanks we'll, for answering my elbows. I'm sure we'll get back we'll get more into deal detail yeah. of it yeah. when we talk. In but. general, I will say Vernon, Umbridge, and Fudge are probably the three characters that I have zero like tolerance for. Yeah. Voldemort? Voldemort he had had we had backstory. We had like kind of a reason as to why he was who he was. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know, like he had so you're a not pretty really sympathizing your understanding. No. Yeah, I'm understanding. Well, I guess sympathizing is understanding. You're not empathizing. Yes. There's your vocabulary mm-hmm. lesson for today. <laughs> Watch us be wrong, and I'm the one with an almost English degree. No, no, no. I'm right. Okay. Yeah. I'm I- in Ravenclaw. I'm right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, so also, Jess. Yes, thank you. We also got another question from... It's Christy time. It's Christy time. I love that handle. Yes, yeah. me too. I've always loved it. Anyways, her question is, do you think... Oh, wow. These questions kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Do you guys think Mrs. Dursley, Petunia, treated Harry poorly because she was jealous of his magic? For sure. Yes and no. I don't think it was a whole reason, but that was, I think, I don't think that she was necessarily jealous of Harry's magic. I think she was jealous of Lily's magic. Yeah. And then it just carried on into her adulthood. And I think that when she sees Harry... She sees, like, the sister that she pretends not to have. The sister that she knows died. Like, I think all those bad memories come up. But also, if he looks so much like James, it's also, like, this child looks like the reason. Well, not the reason that I don't talk to my sister, but a contributing factor. Factor. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Thanks. That's my opinion piece. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) 
Bye. Okay, so before we dive into all of the yes. meat of this episode, mm-hmm. I just wanted to take a, just a minute, just a minute, yes, to talk about my deep, deep obsession with Tom Felton. We've talked about it before. Um, I we have a group chat for this podcast, and I went crazy this week because Tom Felton and Emma Watson have been posting pictures of each other. Yes, nonstop, nonstop. Oh my gosh! Clearly, they're in love, and if he wasn't gonna be in love with me. It would only be a fair Emma choice Watson. for Emma Watson. Like, wow. And but, I'm just feeling the vibes. Yeah. But really, there were like pictures in pajamas. Uh, you know what pajamas means. Pajamas. <laughs> there were pictures back to back. So they were together oh, multiple days. They I were know. taking pictures of each in other. A, so listen, in a previous episode, I don't remember which one. Someone find it. I talked about the video that he posted on Instagram. Yes. With the skateboard and how cute yes. it was. Yes. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, so go look at that. And now go look at the new pictures and cry with me. It, it's just gorgeous. They have to be a thing. I hope. Please, because it is Emma Watson's <laughs> dream from when she was a little girl. I know. Every time I see that, I think of it. And I'm just like, you go, go, go. get it, girl. Go get it, girl. Get it. Uh, oh. I'm emotional now. Give me a minute. It's fine. I really, I really hope it is. <laughs> Emma Watson, we're rooting for you. <laughs> Unless you don't want that. Unless you don't want that, then we're rooting know. for that as well. Then we're Whatever you want. Me. No, if she doesn't want it, then we're rooting for Jenny. There's okay, only two yes. options here. <laughs> okay, so before we dive into the real episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about today's format. Uh, we did a lot of character analysis when we first started this podcast, and it was easiest for us to go book by book. Yeah. Um, and then we tried it for this episode. And it was like one hour into the research and we were still on book one, chapter two. So we figured, yeah. you know, so save we, everyone's time. We trimmed it just a little bit because we really didn't want to put out a seven hour episode. You know, <laughs> so it's so funny because when we first had the idea to do an episode just on the Dursleys, I was like, oh, you know, it's probably going to be one of our shorter episodes. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, we started getting into it. And I'm like, why is there so much to talk about? Yeah. yeah. Which, P.S., I love that this mm-hmm. is, like, a family that we only see at the beginning. Or at the, the end books, of a book. Or at the end of a book. And there's so much to explore. Yeah. But it also just makes me really thankful for Pottermore because we get so mm-hmm. much more background. Like, yes, Vernon thank and Petunia God. going on a double date with Lily and James. Like, all that stuff is out there for us to read. Yeah. Uh, just Queen. Queen. <laughs> Thanks. So anyways, what we decided to do was we broke it down into what we decided were five of uh, kind of the most pivotal. Yeah. Yeah. A.K.A. Cringy. A.K.A. Cringy. Or like top five. Yeah. (laughs) That the Dursleys have given us. And I mean, obviously, there's plenty of cringe to go around, but we kind of narrowed it down to five that we thought we really wanted to discuss. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we're going to move on. I'm going to call them our points of interest. Ooh. I know it's fancy, fancy stuff that we've got here. So the first one, obviously, we thought a good place to start was their introduction. Uh, chapter one. one. Book one, which is oh. crazy to me. Chapter one is literally like the Dursleys. We don't yeah. even meet Harry. I mean, we hear about him, but yeah. we literally do not meet him until chapter two. Yeah, it's so great. So good. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, like, whenever, like, I sit with the Sorcerer's Stone and I open up to chapter one... What a feeling, man. It's just... It's all... It's like that setup. You're uh, just like, you know what's going to come up. I know. And you're just like, oh my goodness. So what's crazy to me about this chapter is that going back and reading it, I was like, how did we all get through this? <laughs> it's it's quite boring. It is. Yeah, it's quite it boring. Is. Which is perfect. It's the because point. it's about the Dursleys. And it just blows my mind. Yeah. This lady. 
J.K. Rowling was a genius. She wow. is a genius. Quick anecdote. I yes. think I tried to get my sister, my little sister, to read Harry Potter pretty much my entire life. And she only ever could get through half of the first chapter. No. Yes. You should have been like, here's chapter two. <laughs> you can skip this part. Read chapter two. Go back to chapter one. I feel like chapter then- one is the most exciting when you've already read the book yeah, yeah. You're going back and you're For getting sure. all yep. those details and stuff that you didn't really pick up on the first time yeah yep. um so i wanted to pull the literal first lines of the book yeah which are <clears throat> mr and mrs dursley of number four privet drive were proud to say that they were perfectly normal thank you very much they were the last people you'd expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious because they just didn't hold with such nonsense and <sighs> scene. <laughs> I love that line, by the way. Like, uh, every time it's just like, yes, like, oh, uh, they're perfectly normal. Thank you very much. But also, Thank it's you. like, it's like a little sassy. Yeah, yes. but it's also, very sassy. I already mm. hate these people. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. I'm glad I'm not alone. I thought you guys were going to be like, you're so harsh. No, no. I. that's how you picture in your mind. Yeah, from Mind Palace. My very first reaction to reading this was like, ugh. <laughs> Can I just say, I find it amazing that from the very beginning, the very first sentence, she's already putting the Dursleys as the polar opposite, not only of Harry, but of the entire series that we're yeah. about to read. It's literally mm. the opposite of the Wizarding World. Yeah. That from the first sentence. I know. I know. You read this book from the first sentence. Like, if you didn't give me the cover, if you didn't give me the backstory at the back of the book, if you just gave me this first sentence, I would have been like, what? Is are you talking about? Why am I reading this? Why am I reading this? How does that have to do with magic? (laughs) And then it's just like you turn the page and you just keep opening more and opening more and it's just (sighs) sorry, I get really emotional about this. I just really like Harry Potter. (laughs) I just really like it. (laughs) So our first introduction is actually to Vernon. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) I like that we both took the pause. So uh, he is possibly like the most boring guy who has the most boring job. I'm sorry to anybody who works with drills. I but, work uh, with drills, actually. It's, no, can, it's okay. not too offensive. It's just slightly I mean, I offensive. I work with drills, too. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you're in a factory selling these things, I mean, it's boring work. I'm sorry. It, it's easy work, honestly. Like, people need to build things. Obviously, they need drills. <laughs> like, there's not really much marketing skills you need there. <laughs> so, fun fact... I had no idea, I think for basically the majority of my life, that when they said that Vernon... Vernon? Vernon, sorry. Vernon. I think think my pronunciation uh, (laughs) tendencies are rubbing off on you. It's contagious. So Vernon sold drills my entire life. I had no idea what that meant. And I was like, drill... I don't know. I didn't realize that it was the construction. Like, you need drills. Like, to gun. Dr- yeah. Zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> what else? I don't know. I thought it was some abstract UK thing. Oh, oh Elizabeth. Oh, young baby Elizabeth. Hermione. Who? Okay. I read this when I was six. Okay. And it never clicked until maybe I was. If she was a six-year-old who knew what a drill was. That would be a little bit impressive, I'm but bad. also concerning. Okay, no, no, I should have known what a drill was because I watched Bob the Builder. 
That's true. Now I'm more mad. <laughs> you're just giving me now you're more digging your own hole to be upset. You I don't dig know with why. a shovel. P.S. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> See, in my mind, as the animal professional, you say drills, and instead of thinking like zoom zoom, I think of like the animal, like drills, like of the mandrill family. Google it; it's real. Oh, my mind did not go there. I know. At all. It was just like, what's a drill? <laughs> hmm. I have to go look that up now because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Mandrills? Nope. Rafiki. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Educating the Multi-fandom. Matches, even on my time off. <laughs> Thanks. You're very welcome. So after we meet Vernon, Ugh. who... Adjust- <laughs> Can we do that every time that we say his name? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. So after we meet him, he goes through a super boring drive to work. I mean, yeah. some weird stuff is going on, but he's ignoring it because he's super not weird. Uh, but then we finally, we actually get an introduction to Lily. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The very quick, like, oh. They reference her as Mrs. Dursley's sister. Uh, but already in the first book, they're saying um, that, like, Petunia pretends she doesn't have a sister. Yeah. Which just makes me think of my childhood. And we're going to put a pin in that. Oh, not my childhood. I oh. oh. Their childhood. Oh, my God. I thought you <laughs> said your childhood. I was like, oh, that's, this is sad, like, sad. staring at me? <laughs> Actually, guys, I'm the third sibling. I just pretend I don't have another one. <laughs> I was thinking more like your brother was like, I don't have a sister. <laughs> I was like, that sucks. <laughs> It's so mean. I can't. So, no. They they reference that Petunia has a sister, and she pretends that she just doesn't. Yeah. And so that makes me kind of reflect on what we learn in book seven about their childhood and what yeah. went down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for right now, I want to put a pin in that, and then I'm going to unpin it in a couple of minutes. Yeah, okay. pins. Do that. Pins, pins, pins. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so like I said, the story begins by describing like his weird drive to work. Um, and my favorite thing is that the first thing that Vernon notices is there's a cat reading a map. But I also kind of like that his mind went to say, reading. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Like, Why are you automatically assuming that this cat is reading a map? You dumbo. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think there's like a quote, I think, from the book where it's kind of he thinks that he's imagining it, but he's like, I don't normally imagine things. And I think that's such a like Vernon thing to do. Yeah. He's so boring and dull. Yeah. I think you're paraphrasing (laughs) it, but yeah, I'm definitely paraphrasing, but there's definitely like a line where he's like, Wait, why am I thinking reading? Cats don't read. Yeah. I'm being stupid. Yeah. Confirm this because I read it last night. (laughs) Yes. Hashtag facts. Facts. But I think that's so interesting. Such a Vernon thing. Such a Jersey thing. This cat. That's reading the map is McGonagall. Yeah, so she was cleaning. actually reading. Yeah, yeah. So she was actually reading. But I just get so excited. Um, and so just a little bit of a slight tangent. Go ahead. So we know that McGonagall, ha- <laughs> McGonagall has the uh, markings around her mm-hmm. eyes, the cat, like her spectacles. There is a meme that floats around the Internet every now and then. that's like. How does Dumbledore really know that it's Minerva? Like, do you think he just walks around like he's looking at cats? cats like, hey, Minerva. And he's only right like 15 percent of the time. And it just makes me laugh. I think I've seen this meme before. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. I'm not doing it justice, but it I've exists. actually never liked that meme. Because I'm like, of course, he knows it's her because of the spectacles. Duh. <laughs> we'll catch it on MuggleNet later. So it's fine. 
Shots fired. <laughs> so the next thing that Vernon notices, I'm sorry, Vernon, ugh, <laughs> notices in his on his drive to work is that there's people wearing cloaks. Why he just continues about his day like yeah, it's fine. It's all cat reading maps. Saw some cloaks. It's all good. They're literally that, avoiding denial, <laughs> denial. That would have stopped me in my tracks. Like it's not Halloween <laughs> yet. It was close. Oh wait, it was close to Halloween. Uh, I probably wouldn't have whatever. questioned it because I would have thought people were going to a costume party. Okay. How close was it? Just a couple weeks? No, this no. was the day of Halloween. Oh, then yeah. This then is yeah, October hit. 31st. No, then yeah. Oh, it's the day out. It's the morning after. No, not yet. N- not yet. The morning. It's still in the night. It's like, it still- just happened. And it then they say. It just happened at night on October 31st. And then Vernon wakes up and goes to work. So it's November 1st. Oh, it is November 1st. Guys, hello. You're right. Thank you. It's like, thank God you have a Ravenclaw here. <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's so, okay, I, I take back my previous statement. It is very, very, very close to Halloween. I probably wouldn't have second guessed it. I wouldn't, because it could have been like, oh, they were out late partying or whatever. And like, yeah. All yeah. In their costumes. Or like they're going to a secondary costume party the day after. Because, you know, sometimes Halloween all right. All right, well, yeah. goes on for like five weeks. Well, you know what? I'm still going to judge them. Whatever. But anyways, uh, there's also owls swooping past in broad daylight. Uh, you know, which happens even in the room that we record. There's always owls popping through here. Yeah. <laughs> that you know. I love, though, how the rest of the muggle world noticed the owls. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, it's just a change in their sleeping patterns. <laughs> you know. I'm sorry. You know <laughs> scientists? that everybody at every single zoo is like, seriously, people? <laughs> <laughs> like no 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 guys something's going on with the owls with the owls <laughs> i feel like every zoo during that time period was actually freaking out like what's going on like why are they all flying around right now i don't know in the book it was I, there's a line that it's like oh like i've seen like 17 owls today i've never seen an owl in my life and i'm just like yeah who hasn't seen an owl and then i'm like oh wait not a everyone. Majority of people. <laughs> not everyone's a zookeeper. I know. Jenny. I'm just like owls are so like commonplace, bro. But I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> no. No. Man. No. no. You guys don't see hippos every day. Oh, okay, cool. No. <laughs> my bad. I wish. <laughs> that was my thought last night reading the hashtag facts. So uh, when he, so obviously all this weird stuff happens. A couple more weird things occur, but I didn't write them down. Uh, but then he goes home and he's kind of like conflicted. He's like, am I going to tell Petunia? Am I not going to tell Petunia? And he decides to kind of like broach the subject. And so um, he hears somebody talking with about Potter. He hears a surname Potter. And he's like, yeah. oh man, I know those people. And I think that's um, why he was apprehensive on telling her because all yes. those weird things were happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then someone said Potter. Yes. Yeah. And so he goes home and he's like, kind of like, oh, like what's that? What's that kid's name? And they start talking about it. And Petunia's first reaction when he really kind of broaches the subject is literally, in the book it says, to look shocked and angry. So obviously there's a lot of deep-rooted kind of feelings going on there. Oh, yeah. And here's my pin. So uh, (laughs) I believe that this all stems from the praise that Lily received at, like, getting accepted into Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. Because it it was kind of like, yeah, great job, Petunia. You get to go to normal people's school. And they were like, Lily's a witch. And so I feel like as kids, she probably felt really bad about herself. 
Um, and so I think that kind of just carried on in her life. Um, and it, it just led to like some deep rooted jealousy in Petunia. And I feel like jealousy is kind of like one of the nastiest, Mm -hmm. you know, like strongest emotions. It is. Jealousy can, can wreak havoc. Mm -hmm. And from what I can tell from Joe's writings, it seems like Petunia and Lily were actually close as children. Yes, they were. And this you know they expected to do everything together they were like pairs and then all of a sudden lily's special lily is above and everyone forgets about petunia yes Mm -hmm. i agree um is petunia the the younger or the older she's the younger i believe i think she's the younger because then she wanted to write to hogwarts yeah she was definitely younger i I, that's what i think but i couldn't i couldn't find it definitively anywhere that lily was the older could Sister? We, do they have the birthdays on Pottermore? No. Because we could probably, like, you know, do the math ourselves. Probably. But, I mean, Maybe, like, like, Harry Potter Wiki. Who does but... math? <laughs> <laughs> who needs math? Real life application. What? <laughs> but, so, yeah, so I was going to bring up, you know, on top of everything that's going on, then Petunia decides to write to Dumbledore, and she's like, I'll do anything to, like, get into school. I'll learn mm-hmm. whatever I can. And he's like, sorry, bro, you ain't got the magic. This Not- is, wait, this <laughs> is the part when reading the books that I felt akin yep. to Petunia because Wait, akin? A, akin like I felt like kinship towards her really that's a, like a strong word for me. yes because you can sympathize with her because Elizabeth is like I wrote to Dumbledore and he also told me that I didn't have the match <laughs> maybe I'm pretty sure at some point when I was younger probably like seven or eight year old me did write a letter and being like <laughs> Can I go to Hogwarts when I'm 11? <laughs> Elizabeth was that kid where everybody was like, I'm writing my letters to Santa Claus. She's like, I'm, I'm writing to Elvis Dumbledore. <laughs> Look at her face. She's like, um, but oh, I'm right. this is my life. But Don't really laugh though. at me. <laughs> We're not laughing at you. We're laughing, laughing with, with you. <laughs> but anyway, I hate so that line. I think, so I think that, I don't know. I mean, rejection it's scary. Nobody wants to feel rejected. No. And even though he was nice about it, you know, it's still rejection at yeah. the end of the day. So it probably just made her feel worse. Yeah. But yeah. So um, I think that as a child, when she felt insecure, those feelings just manifested by like her making fun of her sister. Mm-hmm. And that just, I mean, it's like the easiest thing to do is like when I'm insecure, mm-hmm. like I'm just going to pick on you or bully you. And and it just grows every just year. Grows, Imagine yeah. like every year Lily comes back and she's learned something new in her year at Hogwarts. Yeah. And now she can do this. She can do that. Even though she can't necessarily like perform the spell, she can talk yeah. about all her adventures at Which, Hogwarts. It sounds like um, I can't remember the example right now. But it sounds like back when Lily was in school, they were allowed to do magic during the summers. It maybe. seems like at some point that wasn't against the law and maybe after Voldemort's attacks and stuff, they got a little more strict. I'm not really sure. Could be. I would believe it. it. Would be, I mean, it would be something cool to like investigate. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So imagine like your sister potentially coming home and being able to show off all these things mm-hmm. and you're just like... Oh man, I would be so mad. I and, learned how to do algebra. And then by the end of her Hogwarts years, she's like found the love of her life. Like yes. what? Which I did not know that they were so young. Lily yeah. and James. Yes. Yeah, Lily and James it, were really it was young. Like crazy very, mm-hmm. very young. Day. Yeah. So, whatever. it's crazy. So, since we're already talking about kind of like the background of why Petunia is how she is, uh-huh. I truly believe that the reason why she is with Vernon to begin with is because jealousy, that green, hateful mm-hmm. monster. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. just formed inside of her and she wanted nothing, nothing to do with anything that Lily was associated with. Yeah. yeah. And she just went the polar opposite. It was almost like she was craving that normalcy that's somewhere that she can fit in. Yeah. yeah. And so she, here comes Vernon, the most boring dude. <laughs> JK Rowling literally writes that they went on dull dates. Yeah. And that's yeah. when she started dreaming about him putting a ring on her finger. Yeah. Like, like, um, <laughs> what is that? What? Yeah. You're here falling asleep on your date and being like, oh, okay, you know, just put a ring on it. Just yeah. Ring You're just yearning for normalcy. Like, what is that? Ugh. Um, but yeah, I feel like definitely not us. Yeah, seriously. I think that actually like kind of like started what might have started a future when it comes to Harry's like abusive relationship with Vernon and um, Petunia. I think once uh, Petunia told Vernon about Lily and her being a witch and, you know, having a freak of a sister and everything that just kind of sparked something in Vernon. Vernon already, I think, in my personal opinion i think he was already like grown up with his prejudices yeah like i think it was that kind of kid where it was like the household was very um judgmental and it was very like i said before like Dudley grew up in. yeah exactly yeah. like they like anybody who isn't our situation who doesn't like believe in our beliefs whatever that all the others are, are lesser other, they're lesser they are a less value and because i think he grew up with that and petunia kind of being like oh, this is my situation. That was kind of just like an enabled, like it just enabled him yeah. to be like, no, well, that's gross. And then once Harry was like dropped off of their doorstep, that's it. Like mm -hmm. Vernon just kind of made like the whole household toxic for Harry growing up. Mm -hmm. I think he was like a huge enabler in that, um, especially just because he has no connection to Harry. Like Harry's, his only connection to Harry is by law, by marriage. Well, as like Petunia, if she ever like Petunia and Dudley have like those redeeming qualities because, you know, Dudley eventually when we'll get to it later in the episode, like he um, he ends up kind of understanding that what what Harry went through was kind of wrong. Yeah. And then Petunia, she might not necessarily handle it the right way. Again, we'll talk about it later. But I think she's also kind of like feels the same way. Yeah, and she's she, getting there. Yeah. And she yeah. might it might be something where it's like she remembers like old memories of her being like really close to her sister, something of the sort. So at least they have connections. But Vernon has like no connection to Harry. And I just think like Vernon, it's literally Vernon ill. Like mm -hmm. he is he is the fundamentals when it comes to like Harry's abuse, abuse in the household for sure. So you kind of talked about it a little earlier and um, I kind of wanted to jump back on that and talk about like how Vernon and Petunia like ended up together anyways. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of talking about how Vernon, you know, everything, he's so normal. And mm -hmm. you said that he, you know, viewed other people as lesser. Yeah. And that was not Petunia's upbringing yeah it was other people weren't lesser and yeah. so she she finally found someone that viewed her as superior as superior and her sister as less yeah i'm mind blown right now yeah like i really do think vernon kind of twisted her in a sense and yeah. that might just be like that was i think like the topping of the cake what might have oh my god thoughts like what <laughs> what could have happened like picture 
17-year-old Lily finds the love of her life at Hogwarts with James Potter. Petunia sees that and she's like, oh my God, I need to find a boy like right now. She wants that. She yearns that. She's jealous of that. And then finds Vernon and Vernon's like, ew, Lily, you're awesome. And that's like, the that's it. That's all she needed to be yeah. like, all right, I'm yours here. Do you guys me. think that she was happy with No, Vernon? never. Like, I don't think she was. I, th- I think she was. She was, I think she was satisfied for the attention where it was like, okay, I think she was satisfied. I don't think she was fulfilled. Yes, exactly. Exactly. She could live the rest of her life with him. She did love him, but there will always be a part of her that remembers that because in part because of him, she never fixed her relationship with her sister. She died with hating her sister Mm -hmm. and she treated her own flesh and blood terribly yeah, yeah like i i just even even with petunia who her herself is kind of like a nasty kind of character i feel like there's a part of her where it's like she'll never be happy because of that jealousy mm-hmm. and that grudge that she is pretty yeah. much holding ever since she was a child and she still holds on to yeah there's it's that hate it's that like prejudice like jealousy hate. man yeah and it, it's really sad because political themes, man, <laughs> political themes. I swear to God, like I, oh, I I'm, I'm surprised that J.K. Rowling, like with how vocal she is with her political views, hasn't come out with more information about like Vernon Vernon's like upbringing and stuff. Um, but I really do think like especially because this is something like worldwide, like hate is such a big thing. It's such mm-hmm. a powerful thing sometimes. It's sad, but it's. Like it just it stays there if you let it, and it's just so sad because yeah. it'll eat you. It'll eat people up yeah. in their I, lives. I honestly can't wait to talk more about it in our political themes episode because we mm-hmm. are doing an episode just about all the political themes in Harry Potter because mm-hmm. there's plentiful. Yes, hashtag political themes. I was because <laughs> there's so much actually that I want to talk about with Vernon yeah. and comparing him to modern day mentalities and i yeah. think a lot of people will know <laughs> yeah. where i'm going with that um yeah. so yeah i'm very excited for that episode but, stay tuned yeah so jumping on the hate train yeah uh, i think that a lot of the hate that vernon and petunia kind of like let fester inside of them is a really big contributing factor to how they actually treat harry which just like a reminder i mean this is like a child and a lot of i know that popular a questions, baby yeah like popular questions are like, what did they do when he was a baby? Like, how did they treat him when he was a toddler? Maybe he was a quiet baby. I just, it just makes me sad because it makes me it so can't sad. Be like they're treating yeah. him any better than Dud, like any better than Dudley. Yeah, they, they can't. Can, they can't be treating him any better than what we see later when he's eleven and they're treating mm-hmm. him like poo. But I just think of it as like a little kid who's looking for affection and love and attention, and he's not getting those. Yeah, things. who's older, Harry or Dudley? Dudley. Dudley's older? By like a few months. Yeah. yeah. But they're like, so, and I was going to read this quote. Um, but the first time that we meet Harry in that chapter, I, I believe it's chapter two, um, it describes how 10 years have passed since that baby was left on the doorstep. Ooh, I lost my voice there. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> but it describes how 10 years have passed and we read about like the pictures of Dudley growing up displayed around the house, pictures of him with his family. Mm-hmm. And it literally says the room held no sign at all that another boy lived in the house too. How sad! Yeah, it makes me angry and sad all at the same that time. That means they took but no pictures of him like growing up. There's yeah. no pictures. He's neglected. Of him. Like that's the perfect yeah. word for it. He is neglected. Like if he wanted to show 
childhood pictures of himself to his kids, to his loved ones. Like would, he cannot. He oh God, they like do not exist. Me in the heart. Uh, I, it would just be his infant pictures, and then that's it. Jump that's to it, eleven, yeah. and even if he can find those infant pictures, because they do. but yeah, yeah, they're probably not as many as they should be. But. Yeah, as many as they should be. It's just it's sad. It's it sad. It, it's very sad, and I mean I understand why there's no pictures from the mentality of Vernon and Petunia, but it's just I me as a mom of a baby right now. Yeah. You know, my daughter is currently going through the phase where I leave the room and she cries like she's discovered that I can leave. And imagine. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's just like a nervous laughter. Like, oh, no, (laughs) it's it's really sad. And so like one of the baby's first instincts when someone that's their caretaker leaves the room is to like raise their arms like did. Did Petunia pick Harry up when Uh, like he cried and raised his arms to her? Probably not. Because they're rude. Unless they, like, wanted to do it for their own, like, volition. Like, oh, oh my God, I just want this baby to shut up. So I'm going to pick him up. So he Might stops crying. That. Maybe. Oh, my God. I, we got to get off this. Okay. Now. Okay. Let's stop. Because this is making me depressed. I'm about to go in my daughter's right. room and hug her. Yeah. <laughs> do not wake her up. <laughs> Please. Okay. So I think that's a sufficient enough conversation about yeah. the first the, chapter. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to move on to our second point of interest. That, and we decided that that is the whole scene that occurs still in the first book at the zoo. The zoo. The zoo. So important. So it's the day. I wonder why you picked that one. Yeah. Look at her face. <laughs> <laughs> you the know. zookeeper. So um, Petunia literally wakes Harry up that morning. P.S. It's Dudley's birthday. Um, what? And the quote is up. Get up now. Okay. First of all, lady. Up. Have Get some up. tact. And he's in the cupboard. Yes. Like some so stuff. he is in the cupboard under the stairs. And I'm still not over this because literal abuse. First of all, I mean, I don't have stairs and I don't know how big the cupboard would be under them. But So, it, okay, quick reference. I know none of our listeners would, I mean, some of them would probably understand what I'm talking about. My bathroom downstairs, I live in a two-story house. My bathroom that is under the stairs, oh. that is the size of his room. Okay, see, Maybe even unhealthy. smaller. This is unhealthy. Yeah. I mean, That's I, why he's so small. I've been in the actual one in the Warner Brothers studio tour, which oh. is really, it was really cool. It was like for the 20th anniversary of, the, of Philosopher's Stone coming out. Um, but it was small. It was small. It was small. I mean, obviously, granted, this is a set we're talking about. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit more intimate. But it was small. It was small. Like, there was barely any space to go through the hallway and stuff, let alone that little cupboard. Hey, Marianne, was it small? Small. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, there is a line in some other of the later books that where Harry, like, all of a sudden goes through, like, a growth spurt. And, like, there's a comment that he's actually kind of near Ron's height. And in my head, I'm like, of course he's going through a growth spurt now. He's no longer living in that cupboard. Oh, my God. His growth isn't stunted. <laughs> so, okay, so it's Dudley's birthday, and usually they cut Harry out of the festivities. And Miss, <sighs> Mrs. Fig, who, I mean, obviously we don't yeah. know anything about her yet, but she usually babysits with all her cats. Um, and so I think she, has, she like, broke her leg or something yep, like that. Yep, she and, broke her leg. Um, <laughs> hashtag facts. And she cannot babysit Harry today. And so what makes me really sad about this whole scene is that they then proceed to have a whole conversation about Harry like he's not in the room. Yeah. They literally just talk about him like he's not even there. And it even the book even says like this is a commonplace practice amongst them. 
Harry's like, yeah, they do this all the time. Dude, how this kid doesn't have any psychological damage, I don't know. I just don't. It's so I'm sad. sure he has some psychological damage that he was just able to kind of mend. Mend. Yeah. Um, but so this also, I believe, in my opinion, it serves as a chapter that kind of sets the tone for the relationship that Dudley and his parents have. Oh, yeah. Um, so you can really tell in this scene just how spoiled this kid is. Oh, so um, spoiled. You know, last year, last year I had 37 or whatever it is. 36, but last year, last year I had 37. Don't worry, Daddy kids, this year I could buy you two new presents. Oh, Dudders. <laughs> God, Duddykins. I can't. I can't. Eagle Diddykins. I love his nicknames. Uh, but basically, we just see how spoiled he is. I don't think I've ever gotten 36 presents in my whole life. Yeah, what? Which I don't is even... perfectly acceptable, P.S. Yeah, um, I think we're fine. Yeah, and so they end up that they're actually going to get him 39. So that just kind of really pisses me off. But whatever so what are even the 39 presents like what are i can't even think of 39 things that i wanted as a kid there's like a video game there's like a couple video games yeah there's like video games the actual games video game console the tv yeah. a bike yeah things like, to hit harry with yes things that obviously he's not going to use like that bike <laughs> <laughs> but anyways oh no so after this whole like thing happens in the kitchen they decide i guess we got to take the kid with us i guess and so they uh, go to the zoo and harry is so happy to be at the zoo he's and, so happy and i'm happy that harry is happy to be at the zoo <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but um so they're at i guess they're eating at the restaurant inside the zoo i'm assuming it's the zoo in london uh it's a real place so, um, Vernon lets Harry have some of Dudley's, like, leftover ice cream because Dudley throws a tantrum and the yes. lady has to bring him another one, but he doesn't want the first one anymore. So before, like, the lady can take it away, Harry just takes it. And I'm just like, this kid is, like, eating table scraps. He's, like, yep. the runt of the litter that's trying to just get something. And yeah, one of my all over it. One of my favorite <laughs> saddest lines is, like, there's another point in time where they go up to a stand and they're getting, like, treats or ice cream or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the pops. The, the, yeah, the icicle pops. And they weren't going to get Harry anything. And obviously the cashier's like, why yeah. why are all your kids getting something and you're just leaving, leaving this, this one, one in the out. dirt? Yeah, and they buy him, like, a cheap lemon ice pop. Which, which he loved. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I loved it. I loved it. I just feel so bad. Oh my god! <laughs> I like how this episode is turning into us just feeling bad for Harry all over again. I know. <laughs> um. So, anyways, going back to Dudley throwing a tan- tantrum and Harry having like leftover ice cream, I wrote, "This is actually cruel, but also disgusting." <laughs> like, I don't even yeah. share food with like my family, and he's eating like I don't know. Dudley yeah. just seems like a gross kid, like dirty like messy eater oh i can't even think about it like slob around it (laughs) so now it's vernon ill and then it's deadly i am very sorry for all of your ears whatever man we don't have a sound effects board so (laughs) we gotta do our best here so uh after lunch they enter the reptile house and okay so first of all i just i want to take a break from talking about this book and I just want to say the zookeeper is coming out. <laughs> the everyone zookeeper is coming out yesterday. Yesterday, last episode, we talked about being a responsible pet owner. And today we're going to talk about being a quiet, beautiful zoo patron. 
I swear, if anyone taps on glass while they're at the zoo, you should feel bad about yourself. And now that you know that you shouldn't be tapping on glass, you've been educated and you should stop doing it. Don't do it. Why should we not do it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, just picture your... I meant to ask somebody, be like, hey, like, why do we always yell at the people that are tapping at the snakes? <laughs> I mean, I like, I'm guessing it's just, you know, uncomfortable. Imagine if someone yeah. were tapping on a window in our room all the time. I know, I know. <laughs> First of all, that'd we're gonna, be so weird. You have to be stalker. so annoying. Listen, we're cutting all of that because I'm a consummate professional. And we're not going to make me look bad. But you should not be tapping on, tapping on glass because it can be extremely stressful. Obviously, if I came to your house and was incessantly knocking on the door, you'd be pretty annoyed. I was going to say a bad word, but you'd be pretty annoyed. Yeah, so you'd have a freaking stalker at that point. I've only taken. <laughs> Do something. I have only taken care of reptiles for about eight months of my entire like zookeeping career. So it wasn't a very long time. But I can tell you that I was the lady that would pop out like in front of the window and be like, stop tapping the glass. So just don't do it. Don't You've do been it. educated. End of rant. End of rant. <laughs> Where was I? So, okay. So obviously I'm talking about the tapping because Dudley. Dudders. Daddy Kins. Dudders. Uh, he is like tapping on the glass on the snake enclosure and he's like, make it move. And what does Vernon do? He taps on the glass like bad. Trash. 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 And so um, I love how spoiled Dudley is that he feels entitled yeah. to yeah. see a moving snake. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Which it's like, dude, just let him take a nap. OK, he's tired. He's sleeping. Come They're back later. Move on. Come back later. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So. It just, it bothered me. It was a scene that happened, and I thought that I needed to talk about it. So, uh, when they finally arrive home after the zoo visit, uh, Vernon sends Harry to his cupboard and says he will, he will receive no meals. And this is obviously because of what happens with the glass and the yeah. snake getting out and Dudley getting stuck in there. Abuse. Um. Okay, but like, liter- what is that punishment? No meals? Yeah. Hi, I'm just not going to keep you alive. What is that? Let's just say, I would just like to mention Abuse. the Google Doc. Jenny wrote, literally about to call child services. <laughs> I did write she that. She did. I did write that. So good. It just. But it, like so true. It, it just makes me wonder like how Harry got through all those years. How did no one notice that this child was not being fed? I remember reading somewhere on Pottermore that Harry was like underfed yeah. his entire yeah. childhood. Yes. That's Think so about sad. that. It was scammy. You know, especially, you know, we've been fortunate enough where I had a comfortable life growing up, you know, and this kid, he could have. They had he the could have. They just didn't. It, it baffles me. There's even scenes in a later book where they like shove soup. I think it's in Chamber of Secrets where they they shove soup. Oh, yeah. Like, through, through the, the little trap door. And he's like, I'm going to drink all the broth. But he gives all like the soggy vegetables and stuff to Hedwig. Which, animal abuse. Oh. But, Dude, but she had to eat something. No, yeah. animal abuse. That that's like they're not feeding oh, this animal. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, animal abuse from them. I thought yes. Harry. I'm like, Harry's doing no. this. No, I mean, Harry's doing the right yes, thing. She would be eating, you know. I would just like to say, do you think they spoiled Dudley because they knew that Harry was probably going to have powers or he ha- they already knew that he had Whoa. powers and they didn't want specifically petunia oh. 
Petunia did not want Harry to feel like he was a superior one, like she felt in their in her childhood. You are so she my mind spoiled today. the crap. Can I say that? She spoiled the poop <laughs> out of Dudley. So if the time ever came, Dudley wouldn't feel like he was the inferior one. I'm whoa. Isn't that crazy? I do think that that played a huge role in it, but I mm. think I remember in the first chapter, it was pretty obvious she was spoiling him to rotten already. Yeah. yeah. I, but, but I think it that was like definitely exacerbated it. it. Yes. Yeah. And I, kind of like rubbing it in Harry's face too. It's like it was, 39 gifts. I think it was a mixture of like, I don't want my kid to feel the way that I did. Yeah. But also I think it was like, they're so full of themselves and yes. they had this kid and they're like, it's mm-hmm. the best thing that's ever happened in the world. Oh my God. I think most parents think that way because I think my daughter is the best thing that ever happened to this world. Well, and I'm so glad I gifted the world with her. She's so precious. You're welcome. Has a, she has a crush on Harry Potter. It's the cutest little thing. Uh, Elizabeth we, did send us a video. Oh, my gosh. And it's like she's reading the big, giant, illustrated books. And there's like a, an illustration of Harry. And Elizabeth's daughter is all about it. She's just like butting her head against. And she's like, hey. She's like stroking him and like laughing. And then she just like. Goes into Elizabeth's like <laughs> chest and she's like, <laughs> like a little fangirl. It's, like, like it's really cute, <laughs> cutest thing in the world. I will really probably cute. post it on social media later yeah. because it needs to be yes. out in the world. And people need to see it. People need to see Julie fangirling for Harry Potter. She is my daughter through and through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our third point of interest we have decided is dinner with Dobby. Dobby. Hi, Dobby. Ugh. Oh man, this is really what an iconic like him in scene. This book. Dobby. Okay, this is already a rough summer for Harry. Yeah, <laughs> and Dobby just you know dialed it up to a hundred. I know. I just can't even deal with him. Obviously, he redeems himself later on. Yes, he does. This he is does. not the Dobby episode. I will not continue. But I was hella annoyed reading this as a child. So uh, Vernon, the coolest dude on the face of the planet, is going to tell some golfer jokes oh my and tell God. some drills later. And Woo! so enter. <laughs> oh, can't. So he's preparing so cool. the fam with some expert drill selling techniques. And Harry's Again, role. drills sell themselves. I don't understand. What skill set do you need to sell drills? Be Vernon. None. So Harry's role is literally. I'll be in my bedroom making no noise and pretending I'm not there. <laughs> I do like the slight change in the script for the movie. Pretending that I don't exist. exist. Yes. I like I, that slight change just makes it so much better in my eyes. I agree. I agree. Um, so I wrote trophy for literal worst parental figure goes to Vernon. L. <laughs> so uh, he tells his guests <laughs> that Harry is deranged. Deranged or disturbed? I'm sorry. Disturbed. Hashtag facts. <laughs> no corrections tab here. So obviously we know that Dobby comes down the stairs. He drops a huge, what is it, custard pudding cake, yeah, whatever yeah. the kids call it, on this lady. And then an owl swoops into the living room and, <laughs> and drops off a letter. Um, and oh, so, man. <laughs> so after Vernon... Ugh, Finds out that uh, Harry can't use magic outside of school. He pays somebody to fit bars onto Harry's window. And now I'm just like, we literally spent all this time talking about the people on Privet Drive and how nosy they are. 
and what they're going <laughs> to say and what they're going to think. No one's going to question that the disturbed kid has bars on his window. It's because Vernon sells drills, <laughs> so he was testing his new drills. He's like, he's like, I'm really, you know, I'm not getting a lot of help from the marketing department, so I have to do it myself. We're testing out these new drills. It's a new set. <laughs> Latest model. So this. Okay. So this. I have had so many questions about the Dursleys, and this is probably my biggest question in my entire life, and I still don't understand. In your entire life? Yes. Oh about the Dursleys. Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. about okay. The, okay. I, like, I was like, wow. Like, how large She's is our universe? She's been going through her entire life. life forms. Okay. <laughs> it is pretty obvious that these people don't like magic, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What? I, 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 think, I think it's pretty obvious. I don't know. I never read the books. But more so, I would think, <laughs> they just don't like Harry, and they don't like Petunia's family. Right. Okay. Well, I would say they're even. Okay, they're they're even Keevans. Okay. Even we're talking Stevens. about. The, are we talking about the neighbors? No, no, we're talking about Petunia and and okay. Petunia and Vernon. Okay. Ugh. They don't like Harry. Yes. They don't like magic. Yes. Why are they fighting so hard to keep Harry in their house? Oh, I think I was going to talk about that a little bit later, but we can kind of glaze over it. I think it's because of Petunia. And remember that Dumbledore sends her that letter and says, remember my last saying, you know, I left you this note, like mm-hmm. you got to protect Maybe. Harry. You know, he needs to be in your house because that's the only place that he can call home where the blood of his family still runs. And so that's what's protecting him for all that time. And I think that as complicated as her relationship with her sister is, imagine if you have this sister who you were close to, who then passes away and you never kind of made up with her. And it was such a violent death too the least you could do is keep her son safe. And that'll... Yeah, okay. I, so I think it's like something deep down in her where she's like, well, I couldn't make up with Lily, but I could at least help protect her son. And she's just doing the bare minimum possible. Yeah, no, I I, I understand that part. Why are they keeping him from going to the school that guarantees that he's out of their house for 10 months out of the year? Oh, they, I see Because I think that it, it goes back to... Petunia's jealousy. I, I guess it has like to do she, with the magic thing, but like I think it's the magic thing where like we don't because they're they're it's not that they hate magic. I mean, obviously they do, but I think a large part of it is they're fearful of magic because yeah, it's they are very they can't fearful. Control, they can't defend themselves, right? So it mm-hmm. can be kind of like a fearful situation, and maybe they feel like I don't want Harry to go there and get trained and then be able to like come back, get back and to do us. something, you know and. I think it, it has a lot to do with fear. And I, I wrote somewhere, I had the idea that I think fear is a very big driving force in everything that they do. Yeah. Yeah. Fear is a big driving force when it comes to hate in general. Like, yeah. they say mm-hmm. that you can't really, like, put put yourself and, an en- and your closest enemy next door to each other and get to know each other. And you guys are going to find a commonality at the end of the day. Like, yeah. that's yeah. what fear does. Um, it pushes you away from understanding your biggest enemy. In regards to fear, I don't know if you guys had the opportunity to read this on Pottermore. So for some reason, I had in my mind that the letter, the original letter that Dumbledore wrote to Petunia was actually like out there somewhere. I thought there was like a physical copy of the mm, letter. I don't think there, there is. There is not. Yeah. However, J.K. Rowling did write an excerpt and she talked about the reason why they kept Harry is because they had a fear of Voldemort, the Dark Lord. Yeah. Because 
Dumbledore was able to relay in that message mm-hmm. how dangerous this man was. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, oh, he'll come for your nephew. He'll come for your whole family. Just you're related to him. So therefore you yeah. are in danger. Yeah. And I find that so interesting that they had that base fear that the rest of the wizarding world had. We are all afraid of Voldemort. I just had another revelation as you were speaking. You are full of it tonight. Yeah, honestly. And I'm just like, it's crazy. And I kind of like wrote this a little bit later in my notes as well. But this is a different thought. So we're talking about how fear plays a really big role when it comes to the Dursleys, right? Do you think that played into Harry's biggest fear is fear itself? Because he saw that growing up in the eyes of the Dursleys, like how fearful they were when it came to magic and that kind of driving their hate. And therefore, because of kind of like his nurture, he didn't want to be he didn't want to end up like the people that nurtured him. He didn't want to be like the Dursleys and end up being so afraid of life that he comes to hate the others. And therefore, that's why he's like afraid of fear itself. I think I think that might be a little bit of a jump. I think that plays into his role of why he's already from the very beginning, very against like the dark arts and the Malfoys and all that stuff, because they do remind him so much of the Dursleys. Mm -hmm. I think that relationship is more closely related. I think fear being his biggest fear is just, it's just Harry man. It's just who he is, how he, what he went through at a year old. He literally saw Voldemort try to kill him. That's not something you can erase from your mind palace. <laughs> Sorry. It was very serious and that was fine. Palace. Palace. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit too much of a jump, but there is some very strong correlation with how he feels about the dark arts with the Dursleys. Yeah. I think Just cause so. it's like the, it's, it's They're that very moral similar. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I love that you're having all these revelations tonight, but let's talk about what bothers me more about this chapter. Go. When Dudley is outside and he's like, I'm going to get Harry in trouble. I'm going to tell my mom that he said the M word. And then Petunia is all like, I'm going to give you a list of chores to do. I can't believe you said the M word. Okay. I I made a list of all the things that Petunia has him do. Because yeah. I'm so mad about it. So we're going to read the list. Okay, go. He had to clean the windows, wash the car, mow the lawn, trim the flower beds, prune and water the roses, repaint the garden bench. All of this was done in the sun and I am a big proponent of getting people out of the sun because I know what it's like and it's not fun. (laughs) This is like what? A 12 year old kid? Yeah. And they're making him do all this stuff and he doesn't even get like water breaks? That's illegal. (laughs) That's legal. (laughs) I don't know. I mean it it is child labor. And then (laughs) to add insult to injury he walks inside. Petunia makes him walk on newspaper P.S. (laughs) And then she's like here's your dinner it's two slices of bread and a lump of cheese. I would have been so hangry that I would have murdered my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that that was what she gave him. That's yeah. not enough sustenance. No wonder that kid was so tiny, I mean, man. it's not a surprise. But also, P.S. Dudley was inside doing what? Nothing. 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 I hate that guy. Ugh. I don't <laughs> hate him. He's a product of his parents. I mean, yeah, but it's funner to say, like, I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said it for the phrase. Yeah, I did. I Burn, it. Burn it. Burn it. I'm done now. We're going to stop burping into our microphone. <laughs> okay, so are we happy with our third point of interest? I think so. Yeah. 
Our fourth point of interest is the summer of the Dementor attack. <gasps> Did you guys Burn. not know that there was a Dementor attack? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> Have any of you guys ever read the Harry Potter books? No, what? never. Never. What, what is am, Harry Potter? What am I doing here? So let me tell you. After Harry and the Dursleys hear a loud cracking noise outside on the street. Thank you. There's an argument. Can you do it louder? I think it was a loud cracking noise. <laughs> Marianne, our live soundboard. We're on a budget today. <laughs> if you want to donate money to us, hit me up. So anyways, they hear a loud cracking noise. There's an argument going on and Harry walks away from the house. P.S. I would like to point out, as brought up in one of our previous episodes, this is one of Harry's like sassy moments. Yes. Where he's like under the flower bed and Vernon's like, what are you, Vernon, <laughs> ugh, it's like, what are you doing there? And he's like, listening to the news. And he's like, again. And Harry's like, it uh, changes every day, you see. Uh, okay. Sorry. All right. Okay. Did we ever find out what that cracking noise was? Mundungus Fletcher ap- or disapparating. Because remember, Mundungus Fletcher is supposed to be watching him as part of Order of the Phoenix. And then Harry oh. wanders away. And then he gets attacked by the mentor. Mrs. Fig is like, I can't believe Mundungus Fletcher. So I'm assuming, because whenever they say a cracking noise, it's yeah, always yeah. referring to like apparition or disapparition. So you're welcome. I don't know why it can't just be one word. It's not the same all thing. Of a, no, it's not. You, when I, you, when you disapparate, I, you no, have to apparate somewhere else. Exactly. But it depends on how you're structuring your sentence. Let's have a lesson, kids. Ah, yeah, yeah, if yeah. I show up at your house, I apparated into your home, but I disapparated from my home. You're welcome. Kind of you enter and you leave a house. Yeah, but when, okay, so when we're talking about the magical skill, can it just be apparition? No. No, it can't. You're not J.K. Rowling. <laughs> not all of us can be a Ravenclaw. I'm sorry. Alrighty then. Elizabeth <laughs> just stabbed me with her eyes. She did. <laughs> As witness. So eventually he sees Dudley uh, walking home and he decides to kind of like follow Dudley home because whenever Dudley makes it back home, that's curfew. So... He's kind of being a prat. That's a word. What? <laughs> What's the word? Prat. Google it. Go. You need me to fact check? Hold on one second. <laughs> uh, so prat is actually a British slang word. Um, it is a noun that is an incompetent, stupid, or a foolish person. An idiot. It also can mean a person's buttocks. <laughs> I can't believe that I knew British slang and listen. <laughs> I know. I'm so. I'm I didn't so, know that it was British slang. Yeah, it is. So, anyways, he's being a brat or a prat, whatever you want. Those, those. And he's kind of like antagonizing Dudley, and uh, and then all of a sudden, boom! Dementor attack. <gasps> <laughs> so, were those like? Was it the happiness going yeah, from the world? That was like. Doom. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> So it says that Dudley gave an odd, shuddering gasp, as though he had been doused in icy water. So Dudley apparently loses his ability to see while the Dementor attack is occurring. Is that, like, normal? You know, when I was reading it, I was like, does it Neville not see or whatever when it's on the train? Or am I making stuff up? Like, I, not see the Dementor? Or, like, yeah, lose like, his sight? Like, doesn't he lose his sight, just like Dudley does? I can't remember. I don't know when uh, like looking at your notes, I was like, what is she talking about? That's hashtag facts. It's in the book. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It's just I it's not something I either. remember. It's not, yeah, I didn't remember it either. But 
Uh, if you've ever read Harry Potter or know anything about it, and you know if Neville loses his sight, hit us up. Let us know. Yuck. Because we clearly don't. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Dudley starts to like try and run away, and then Harry yells Poor at him thing. for running toward the Dementor mm. like a like a, a prat. And, <laughs> and after everything that Dudley has done to Harry, like his instincts are like still to protect Dudley, which mm. I thought was like a nice touching little yeah. moment. Like Such family's important. Harry Potter thing to do. Such a Harry Potter thing to do. And so even though he doesn't explicitly admit it, I think this is what causes Dudley to accept Harry in the future. Oh, for sure. Uh, mm. When I wrote that note, I thought I was right, but it turns out I was wrong. He does. I mean, it's not explicit, but when they're saying like their goodbye, Dudley's yeah. like, you saved my life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like kind of explicit. Yeah. Which pretty is explicit. Like, I mean, kind of explicit is like an oxymoron, but That's, whatever. It's basically like the best way he could ever admit that he was okay with Harry and like, yeah yeah <laughs> so they like it wasn't ever gonna be like oh my god thank you so much like i'm so sorry for everything you did like he wasn't harry was never gonna get that so from dudley much for saving my life so as a kid i don't know about you guys but if i was telling the truth about something and someone was like i don't believe you or you're lying i would get livid hella mad yeah livid like so mad yeah so when i was reading this and harry gets home and he's like here i saved your son and they're like, what did you do to him? What have you done? And he's telling him the truth and they don't believe him. I just get really upset. Like that yeah. scene always yeah. just really bothers me. Yeah, it, it is very um, irritating. 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 So Harry is basically being interrogated by Vernon. Ugh. Ugh. And uh, Ugh. he insists that it's Dementors that attacked. And when Vernon asks, I'm sorry, when Vernon, ugh. ugh. Asks what a Dementor is. It's Petunia that answers. Pia. I love I this. Love it. Because those flashbacks bring me joy. But I like how she just answered him so offhand, like, oh, this is what a Dementor is. She's and like, then they are the wizard princess at Azkaban. And I'm just like, What? Who are you? I think mm-hmm. like both everyone in the story and everyone reading it did the what? <laughs> there was like a double take. Like I read that wrong. <laughs> it's so um. So when I was doing like some more research, it's interesting because apparently, apparently, when the Dursleys go to the house on the rock when yeah. they're trying to escape the letters, idiots. The mm-hmm. reason why they picked the house on the rock is because both Petunia and Vernon believed that witches and wizards can't cross large bodies of water because it does damage to them. Like that old like lore, like yeah. witches and wizards will drown in water or what? something. And I yeah. find, yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. It's the weirdest it, like theory. Yeah. It's a, it's a super weird theory. That's why I like know about this. Theory? I guess it's, it's think about like the wizard of Oz where Never it's like, oh my goodness jenny we're gonna talk about that at a later time but anyways or or the salem witch trials yes where they would they used to drown them they would drown the witches they would bound women who they thought were witches and throw them into the river and if they drowned then they were a witch not because you know they couldn't swim because they were tied well, hello. If they were witches, they would have had magic to get out of there. Exactly. So exactly. They were murdering people. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. But yeah. in the in the Wizard of Oz, like Dorothy 
throws a bucket of water at the Wicked Witch of the West. And she, oh, yeah. and she melts. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I've never seen it, but I know that part. Yes, yes. good, good, okay. good. So, we know the reference. <laughs> Vernon and Petunia believe that lore, and it's so interesting to me that, idiot. that yeah. they believed that, and with Petunia growing up with her sister and knowing so much about magic, that she remembers what Dementors are. I mean, like, couldn't she realize that her sister can go into bodies of water perfectly fine i i don't know maybe lily never went into like a body of water i don't know maybe I, didn't, didn't they have a lake by their house at least in the movies i'm sure she yeah. like at least in the movies <laughs> i honestly think it might have been more like vernon thinking that and then maybe petunia just didn't want to correct him i feel I'm like sorry, who petunia Vernon, ugh, sorry. Vernon. Oh my God, you can't understand my accents. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like SpongeBob, the language. But anyways, <laughs> SpongeBob reference. I'm so yes, happy for you. Of course, thank you. That's so a much. good episode. If anybody wants to check it out, go look at it. Multi yes. fandom over here. But anyways, I think I don't know. Like for me personally, I think Vernon and ugh, and Petunia had a really toxic relationship. <laughs> so it's one of those things that I think if Vernon was like. Oh, this is it. The the sky is green. She's going to be like, all right, I'm not going to correct him. The sky is green. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. It also could be that he was just going absolutely insane in that moment. That yeah. She's just like, you know, I feel like if I'm going to argue with you right now, <laughs> it's just going to cause some unnecessary issues. And Literally, guys. You might need to be institutionalized. So let's just not go there. <laughs> He's the worst. Yes. Ugh. All I can think of right now is Patrick. Can you? I can't deal with it. Oh, I hated it. Makes my tongue itchy. Vernon, ugh. Can you? Ugh. So after lots of discussion, Vernon, ugh, tries to throw Harry out of the house, and Dumbledore sends a howler that says, "Remember my last, Petunia." Remember my last. That's how I pictured it. That's how I've always pictured it. It's an emergency situation, and it's a howler. And you think that he's going to send it and be like, remember my loss. Because I picture the calm Dumbledore, not the angry Dumbledore. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? (laughs) Remember my loss. See, so I didn't picture that. I, I pictured like... Remember. Old first Dumbledore, Richard Harris, just... Remember my loss. So although <laughs> Sorry. Petunia doesn't reveal anything about what he is referencing, mm-hmm. uh, she forces Vernon ugh, to have Harry stay at the house. Yes. <laughs> so reading this for the first time was capital letters lit. It was. Because I was like, oh, what do you have to remember? What's going on? I, I was know. like so intrigued. What a page turner. It was. It was definitely one of those like, oh my God, I need to find out. What did we do? Uh, yes. Yeah. Just yes. <laughs> yes. I really do. I really wish those contents of that letter was revealed to us. I really hope it one day the letter that Dumbledore originally wrote her is revealed to us because I just I mean, want to know. I, I really want to know. Things, so you know, well, I'm not going to hold my breath. True. I mean, how, how many years has it been since the last book was published? Like, how much we've learned? So, well, are you going to yeah. count the cursed child? <laughs> since the seventh book was published, <laughs> not the eighth story. Uh, I, the seventh book. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. I cannot wait for us to talk about the cursed child. I would just like to say at this moment in time, if Elizabeth doesn't edit this out, I have a huge problem with the cursed child. 
But both Marianne and Elizabeth have seen it. They're like, it changes when you see it come to life. When you're like in the mm, theater, yeah. it's like a different story. It on it, it like is. I, I used to hate Curse Child. You know and, what? Yep. I'll keep it strong for you. Hashtag keep the secrets. Yeah. Hashtag keep the secrets. Yes. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> hashtag facts. So um, we are moving into our last point of interest. Oh. What? What? Such a great title for the last one. The Goodbye. The Goodbye. <laughs> you like how I did that? Yeah. Yes. I did it on purpose. Wow. So Harry has now told the Dursleys that they need to go because there's this bald guy that's trying to kill him. And ironic that this is Harry's only family, and they really wouldn't know anything about him if they got kidnapped or tortured by Voldy's henchmen. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did that sentence, like, make sense? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I think so, yeah. So, so is it is it here that uh, Harry says Voldemort's name and Petunia actually, like, shudders at it? Or is um, it, like, at another I point? Like, I can't hashtag fax you because I don't know. Because I know at some point, Harry brings up yeah. Voldemort. And Petunia actually remembers to, like, like freak out I about the it, name. I think it is this moment. I could be wrong, but I remember reading the extract of this yeah. like, specific chapter. But The extract? A, a, like an extract. Ex- ex- excerpt. Excerpt, sorry. <laughs> Y'all. Teaching our children. Listen, <laughs> it's been a rough first week at school. Just so, saying. Vernon, ugh. Has Ugh. literally gone back and forth, packed and unpacked. He's mm-hmm. clearly an indecisive man. Uh, but Dudley is the one that says he's going to go with the order people. That's what he calls them. Yeah. The order people. The order people. Uh, so Harry recognizes that if Dudley was scared enough to accept help from the order, that Vernon ugh, and Petunia will follow suit. So technically, they should be thinking Dudley, if anybody. Yeah. Because he's true. really the one that, you know, made the decision. Yeah. So uh, Vernon's goodbye to Harry. I wrote down everybody's goodbye to Harry. Yes. So Vernon's ugh, uh, <laughs> literally is, well, this is goodbye then, boy. <laughs> and then he goes to shake Harry's hand, but he it, the book says he couldn't manage it, and then he just puts it back down, which I think is, like, the saddest thing ever. This guy is literally horrible. Horrible. So Petunia's goodbye to Harry is, uh, well, there isn't one. She's just like pretending to like fix the clasp on her bag and she's trying to avoid him altogether. So like I found this really interesting Pottermore article and I'm going to like read a quote in a second, but it says uh, during her final party with Harry, she stopped for a moment as if to say something. She never did, of course, but that faltering second said a lot about her as a character. Mm-hmm. And I, I really Spoke do. Th- volume. Yeah, I really do think so as well. I, I mean, I think she knows she's been in the wrong all these years, um, especially in this particular moment in the story and doesn't know, like, really how to say goodbye, you know, because in a way it's like she's admitting that she's wrong if she does say goodbye to Harry. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know that I think that's why she hugs Dudley instead of um, when he says, I don't think you're a waste of space. And she's like, well, you're such a lovely boy. Oh, my God. Thank, thank you. That's like so mature of you instead of actually saying goodbye yeah. because she knows that's the right thing to do. But she's not going to admit it straight to Harry's face. I just think it's really sad because she yeah. knows yeah. that she never got 
the goodbye with Lily. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, here's your moment. Like, you can kind of redeem yourself. Like, say goodbye to your nephew, her son. Yeah. And then she doesn't do it again. And I yeah. think that I think that goes back to what we said earlier in the episode, that she will never be happy in that sense. Yeah. Because she chose this life for herself. Do you think that if Lily hadn't been, like, assassinated... Do you think that they would have made up eventually? I don't think so. Me either. I don't think so either just because I think her living would have made, I think it would have strained the relationship even more, actually. Well, yeah, because, you know, if you're dead, you can't really have a strained relationship. So. Yes. Yeah. I think it goes to show you how how we were talking earlier about how jealousy is like this big green monster. Yeah. It, she's literally been jealous of her sister for 20 plus years and her sister was killed her nephew and her family is in danger and she still cannot bring herself around to just accept it yeah and move on oh petunia yeah it makes me kind of sad like to i don't know what it's like to live with that kind of like Mm -hmm. dark darkness inside of you like that much hatred for not only for your 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 family but more so for yourself Yeah. yeah this all stems from hatred of herself yeah. yeah and there's people in the real world that are like this like this isn't just sad. uh you know 2d character this these there yeah. are real people out there that are like they might one day hopefully understand like what their choices were what their choices were were wrong mm-hmm. and they might not ever i can't you know, even find that forgiveness it. yeah like i can't even imagine having a life where like i didn't talk to my brother every day mm-hmm. hey if you're listening love you but I like I I can't even imagine like not being that close to my sibling. Yeah, he's so cool. I mean, like <laughs> I'm cooler, but <laughs> he's like nice. He's nice or whatever. <laughs> so this is uh, I know that Marianne kind of gave my goodbye away, but <laughs> this is when Dudley realizes that Harry is not coming with them. What yes. an idiot! Oh, so man. after Vernon ugh, tries to leave, slow. <laughs> so he tries to leave twice. A discussion occurs where Hestia Jones and Harry um, they talk, and he tells her that the Dursleys think of him as a waste of space. To which Dudley replies, "I don't think you're a waste of space." <laughs> and everyone, and then everyone cries. <laughs> uh, and he credits Harry with saving his life, but also. I cry because this is when Harry is like, oh, my God, Dudley left me that teacup outside my bedroom. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because they thought I wanted tea. <laughs> and I it's just, just, I cry. And I wrote in all capital letters, yes, break that toxicity and hate your parents taught you. <laughs> Dude, isn't it weird how both Dudley and Harry both only know that toxic hate from the Dursleys, like Vernon ugh, and Petunia, and they both break that? They do. They both break that. Isn't that amazing? Back to our like nature versus nurture argument. I need you to have revelations all the time. Thank you so much. Every episode. Every Every episode. episode. So uh, I feel like this moment, this goodbye moment kind of redeemed Dudley, at least for me. Just just like a little bit. Like the smallest amount. Oh no, for me it redeemed him a lot. Really? Yeah. He did I, mean, have I, am, <laughs> I am one of those like forgive and forget people. Oh, I'm not. I carry it around like a grudge and I never forget it. <laughs> I think it was really brave for him to do that. I mean, obviously, Petunia, for me, it's a little diff- more difficult to redeem her because she didn't actually like. She didn't do right. anything. Yeah, exactly. But he did. He went out of his way and was like, no, I, mean, I like, don't think you're a waste of space. I, I Okay, like, yes, it is redeeming. But also then I look back on all the years that he treated Harry like horrible horrible poop 
And okay. I just, it's like a, it's like a lot to be redeemed for. Yeah, but at least like we're for in the me, right direction. But for me, Dudley just treated him like any bully who didn't know better. Yeah, like, like exactly little boy. What I was gonna say, I'm not as mad at Dudley because he did not know any better. Yeah, yeah. At least like Vernon, ugh, and Petunia made the conscious decision. <laughs> To treat Harry terribly. Yeah. Dudley just grew up just seeing grew up like that. Harry yeah, treated yeah. that way. So he just yeah. thought it was normal. It was very normal. To treat his cousin that way. Yeah, he was taught that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's all we have from the actual books. Yeah. Um, But I pulled up some stuff from Pottermore. Thanks. Hey. And so there is this really good argument. No. It's a really good article. There we go. If you want to read it, it's called In Defense of Petunia Dursley and Defense is Spelled Weird, possibly yes. because British people spell it weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So um, Sorry to our UK fans. Yeah. We have different spellings. Oh, I didn't mean weird in a bad way. I mean, I'm weird and I'm great, so it's just different. <laughs> there we go. So, so the reason that I think that I was softer, I guess, in my opinion of Petunia is because if you look back, like, magic was definitely not cool to her as a kid. Mm-hmm. And Snape, like, Snape hits her with that branch. That's magic. Mm-hmm. And also Snape, but we'll save that for another day. Yeah. And her sister is connecting with somebody else, which, you know, you could have, like, that fostering feeling of jealousy. Like, that's something I can't relate to her about yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Snape calls her a muggle with, like, a nasty tone. And so although she doesn't know what it means, I believe that on Pottermore it says, like, you couldn't mistake that tone. Like, she knew that it was something nasty. Yeah, it was something derogative, something gross. Yeah. And so um, basically, I mean, I guess that's why I sympathize, I guess, is because it really wasn't, like, a great time for her when Lily was, like, figuring out that she was a witch and stuff. Yeah. Um, but because we all know that we like to look up skills on Pottermore. <laughs> yes. But Junior has none. She doesn't yeah. have, they didn't she list doesn't any have, skills. They listed hobbies. They did not list skills. I can't. I feel and like I was I'm mad about so Ron, bad. but like now I feel bad for Petunia. <laughs> like I was mad that Ron got two. And then Petunia just has none. Petunia has no skills in And life. her hobbies are literally like, I think it's like cleaning and spying on the neighbors. Yes. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it's spying on the neighbors and caring for her son. Oh. Those are her hobbies. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Can I just say that like in the books, obviously they say that Petunia is blonde, but I never pictured her blonde. Like I once Fiona she's, Shaw. She's Fiona Shaw. Yeah, yeah. Like once Fiona Shaw came into the picture, I was like, that's it. Like she's brunette. Like I don't care what the books say. It's Bible. <laughs> It's Bible. She's brunette. <laughs> I can't imagine. Okay, Kim Kardashian. It's Bible. It's, it's Bible. Bible. <laughs> it's so weird because I have, I guess, like, the, for some reason, the Dursleys are f- the few characters that I can't imagine them any other way than they were in the movies. Yeah. Like, oh, I. Oh, really? I, I, yeah. can't, I can't picture. But that's me with all the characters. <laughs> No, I mean, like, in general, the the movies did a fantastic job with casting. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I guess, like, the jerseys are so ingrained in my mind with, like, their image in the movies. Yeah. That mm-hmm. whenever I read the books and I remember that they are technically blonde, it's, like, jarring to me. I'm yeah. like, oh, gross. Hey, no. So I didn't actually remember that. And then I did, like, my reread last year. And I was like, blonde. Huh? Yeah. Is so it confused. weird? I was like, no. Yeah, like, maybe you forget about it. Yeah, maybe I would accept Dudley being blonde. Maybe no. Vernon, ugh. But definitely for me, Petunia was always a brunette. Yeah, always. Cannot accept. Yeah. But either way, it's just weird. 
It is weird. It's just weird. So launching into Vernon. Wait, ugh. I have a question. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry. Vernon. Ugh. You're right. <laughs> Do you guys think if Petunia had been a witch, like wh- how would that would have changed her? I mean, I she'd think- be a super Slytherin for first. Why? But what would she though? Everything that made her a Slytherin was because she wasn't a witch. No, I think it's because it was inside of her. Already. Yeah, I think it was inside of her because she would have she if I'm assuming because I, I don't think we ever got this fact check that she is the younger sister, right? I have no idea. Yeah, if she's a younger <laughs> sure. sister, she's a younger sister and she still manages to write a letter to Albus and being like, I want to go to Hogwarts now. And he's like, you have to wait a year or two. Like, I think that's that's not what he said. No, in this fictional world that we're oh, picturing, oh, oh. Jenny, mm. that she would be a witch. Don't patronize me. But girl, you got to catch up to my <laughs> mind palace. Anyways. Maybe your mouth palace should do a better job of transcribing <laughs> your mind palace. <laughs> Maybe my mind palace is just too far ahead. Either way, whatever. Anyways, um... I, you made me lose my thought, my train. My she, thought. You were saying, like, I asked you why you thought that she was a Slytherin. Mostly because I don't just think, because that I she's think anything Slytherin. I don't think she's any house. She's just <laughs> horrible. She's just horrible. She's not cunning. I think she is cunning. I think she would do anything just to get her freaking way. Yes. Okay, that's your personal opinion. I think so. I don't think she's cunning. Um, I think Vernon is cunning. What? Yeah. Cunning, I always thought like you had to be a certain level of smart, and that's just not how I see these people. No, you don't have to be a certain level of smart to want to get your way. You could that's be. That's not what cunning is. Yes, it is. Con- isn't cunning. I'm going to look it up. Google it. <laughs> Someone's Googling this episode. <laughs> so much Googling. Okay, so cunning is having or showing skill and achieving one's ends by deceit or evasion. Exactly. By deceit or evasion. Evasion. Yes. They live by evasion. I they mean, literally I live by these. I just always thought that it had to be like. No, they you don't. You had to be a little smarter. No, <laughs> dude. Hello, Crab and Goyle. Hello. I think they were just legacies. But <laughs> 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 That's just yeah. my personal opinion. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I guess. They might not be successful in their cunningness, but I think they would do anything to get their way. Okay. I'll accept it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've always thought that Petunia would have turned out different, like more happy if she had also been able to go to Hogwarts with really? her sister. The relation, the relationship might have been, been better. Been, yeah, it might have been better. Like, I think they would have maybe, you know, been together, but... I just so feel it, like the it would, way that she reacted, like that had to yeah. be something nasty deep inside of her. Definitely. No, I, I understand, but imagine if that was never a situation that brought, like, that had to happen. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe it would have happened know. either way if Lily found someone that she wanted to date or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it definitely got exacerbated when Lily decided to, like, date someone yeah. who was also I mean, a wizard. Like, let's but, get real. Mm-hmm. Like, Sirius and Petunia wouldn't have been hanging out. Yeah, you know, like if Lily really like started dating James and it was like a whole thing. Like, what was Petunia gonna do? Hang out with Peter Pettigrew? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Honestly, out of- <laughs> they'd actually make a great pair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In another life, an <laughs> alternate universe. Okay, I I want to stop picturing that. Let's move on, please. So Vernon's Pottermore base. There we go. Um. So. He apparently, it says that he expresses his prejudice 
views at every opportunity. I also want to mention something, and this is specifically for you, Jenny. Oh, my God. I just added it for you. So this is a quote that I got strict from, strictly from Pottermore. Uh-huh. It says, finding out that Harry had a godfather was shocking enough for Vernon, but when Harry gleefully said his godfather was a convicted murderer who had broken out of wizard prison, yeah. the look of horror on his uncle's face was quite the picture. Another day ruined. Yeah. So beautiful. Yes. <laughs> so we just made this episode, even though it's the Dursleys, still reference Sirius Black. Wow. From here on out, I will find one way to reference Sirius Black. At all times. Every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm mad because Vernon ugh, has ugh. skills. What? Really? So not even Petunia. Petunia has no skills, but Vernon has a skill. Are you ready for his first skill? Tell me. Pretending you- magic doesn't exist. That is not a skill. <laughs> Parcel tongue is more of a freaking skill than that. <laughs> so uh, the Vernon and Petunia article. Oh, my God. I forget what it's called. I think it's literally called Vernon and Petunia. It is called uh, Vernon and Petunia. It says that. The hate Vernon has for Harry stems from the fact that he looks like James. Yeah. That's crazy. Get over it, people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of James either, but let's move on. Maybe Vernon had I a crush not- on James or something. <laughs> <laughs> and James was like, I'm ill. Sorry. Swerve. <laughs> I cannot wait for the episode in which we'll talk about James because. Because I have so many questions. Like, they- How terrible. <laughs> Where was all of his character development? We, yeah, exactly. Like, how terrible was this guy that several people, <laughs> at least two that I can think of right now off the bat, that just, like, the thought of Harry looking like his father was enough for them to be, like, ill. Triggered. <laughs> he's, in the flashbacks, he's a horrible dude. Yeah, literally. I'm, I'm so just- great. Like, I have to believe that there was some sort of, like, I don't know, epiphany that he had and he turned into a good person overnight because the timeline is real small and all of a sudden she's like we're gonna get married i love this guy literally what it was like within two years what that's another episode we're moving on moving on (laughs) so uh dudley on pottermore no skills nothing poor dudley dudley was done dirty i don't really care dirty dudders I mean, like, I don't like it. He, he could he could beat people up. That is a skill boxing. He he probably could have been a really good wrestler. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Is it doesn't he box or he wrestles? He, he wrestles. Yeah. He, oh, we're keeping out of the correction stab. He boxes or wrestles? We are unsure. We are okay. Un- there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's one we need a lot that. of clarifications this episode. Yeah. Tell us. Hit us up Tell later, us. please. Okay, and so apparently Marge Dursley has a notable mention. Yes, girl. <laughs> She's crazy. I mean, She's she is part of the family. Book. Exactly. I would just like to say that she's like the most offensive person ever just because Colonel Fubster doesn't love her back. Okay. Like, that's literally her life, and that's why she is such a awful person. I hate Who's her. Colonel Fubster? That's her neighbor <gasps> who takes care of her dog. Yes. Yes. Oh my god! So whenever I ever read the books, he takes care of like all the dogs whenever she goes on vacation. Uh huh. And she, I mean, she brings Ripper with her, but she doesn't bring all the other ones because exactly weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the dogs, so like Vernon, she has skills as an animal care professional. What she does with those dogs, I don't like it. She's because doesn't she drown one in the bathtub? 
I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to Google it so that we can stay out of the corrections tab. Exactly. Go ahead and All right. While, you're, while Jenny is Googling that, so her skill on Pottermore is breeding bulldogs. And a fun fact is that apparently Joe now regrets making her this skill because she found out that they're actually a non-aggressive breed. So she regrets having bulldogs be her dog. Yeah. She wanted her to have I an aggressive breed. I don't really believe breed. in aggressive breeds. Yeah, I believe really in is. aggressive individuals, but mm-hmm. that's a podcast for another like, <laughs> that's a whole other that's podcast. like a whole other podcast yeah. but it's whatever i i know that even though she like learned that later that she still obviously sticks by it because the bulldogs kind of look like her and they go with like her aesthetic but yeah yeah she's she kind of it would have been it. weird to do like a huge rewrite like oh yeah. i'm gonna completely rewrite the all of prisoner of azkaban because she i don't want it to have bulldogs, a bulldogs. <laughs> So, I found the quote. I was right. She has the colonel dude drown a dog. Why? Wow. I shall read to you. So, uh, in reference to... Well, I guess you'll figure it out. Now, this one here, she jerked her head at Harry, who felt his stomach clench. The handbook, he thought quickly. This one's got a mean, runcy look about him. (laughs) (laughs) You get that with dogs. I had Colonel Fubster drown one last year. Ratty little thing it was. Weak. Underbred. So mean. Okay. And that is when I put down my book and I stabbed him. <laughs> okay, first of all, animal abuse. Drowning yeah. a poor little runt. Yep. And then second of all, the reason why Harry looks like a runt is because your brother is abusing him and underfeeding him. Literally. He, he cannot grow. Okay, so I was going to tell you guys that in order of hatred... For me, it's Umbridge, Voldy, and then Vernon. But I think I might replace Vernon with Marge. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because she's the worst. She is really the worst. Ugh. She's the worst. <laughs> did you just make a Park and Rex reference? Yes, she did. Yes, I did. Fun fact. We're going to go everybody on a little sidebar with me. Yeah, this okay. week at work, my boss, Alex. Hello, if you're listening. He made a joke about the worst, and he sent it to me in a gif. And that was, hey. that was my story. Hey. Okay, thanks. You're that was such a great sidebar. <laughs> 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 if you haven't watched Parks and Rec, definitely watch, watch that show. Well, We're multi fandom here. SpongeBob first. <laughs> yes. Watch SpongeBob. Watch Parks and Recreation. Watch Sherlock. Watch Sherlock. Then he'll the- understand our podcast. Yes. <laughs> Watch Puffs. Puffs. Oh, Big one. We're wizards. Oh, we haven't done it in a while. No, he didn't. Oh. But we squeezed it in at the end. <laughs> We're wizards. Okay. So I think that's it. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Dursleys. The all Dursleys. wrapped up in a nice little bow. Boop. That Petunia would have made perfect. <laughs> that is true. Uh, so don't forget to follow us on our social media. You can follow us on the gram at the Three Broom Chicks. Oh my gosh. And you can also find us at the Twitter at what? the number three Broom Chicks. I didn't know we had one. And go like us on Facebook. Our page is the Three Broom what? Chicks. Facebook too? Whoa. Yeah. This is amazing. So catch us next time. Our next episode is going to be a very special bonus episode. Bonus episode. Bonus Bonus Jonas. Jonas. (laughs) Yes. It's going to come out right in time for September 1st, the start of school. Well, I guess that's not a surprise anymore. I didn't know we were going to make it a surprise. Anyways. It's bonus Jonas. Uh...
Uh, well, surprise. <laughs> well, surprise, everyone. Hey. <laughs> and as always, remember, we are the Three, three Brooches. And the Dursleys at the worst. <laughs>